0: Zero. I was right on the top. Wow, it was three seconds off. This
1: is All About Wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and
0: tasting expert, Ron. Ron. Basically, what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast, and around the world. You know, we really have had some some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that.
1: Post your questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. And now, All About Wine is on. Here's Ron. Thank you, most people. Yes. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you with us. Where's my notes? Okay. It is August the 5th, 2021 at 7.01 a.m. p.m. Okay. Eastern yeah. Eastern time. Yes.
0: Eastern daylight time.
1: <laughs> it's still daylight time. I guess it is. You know, it is getting yeah. dark though in the mornings, because I normally get up at you know around between anywhere between six o'clock in the morning and twelve noon, depending on what day it is. And
2: yeah.
1: I'm done at six AM that it's now dark and normally it was almost like it was, you know, eight o'clock in the morning for some reason. Yeah. It was like always bright. Now you get in, and
0: I'm like, wow, what? And it's dark. So. It, it, yeah, I noticed that too. I mean, once once that you know first day of summer hit us, it just all of a sudden started to get dark a lot yeah. faster. Yeah. It's like the earth is
1: tilting back the other way. All of a sudden, it's like mm-hmm. all of a
0: sudden it's just like whoa, okay, we've hit that. Let's go the other way. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But I noticed that too. It's it's getting dark a lot faster, and yeah. like you say in the mornings, I used to get up about well between seven and seven thirty, and I've noticed it's a lot darker at seven o'clock, than it has been, you know, just two oh, yeah. weeks ago. Mm. Yeah. So, it was a strange. so I it's think coming.
1: It, it's rain or something, but it's not raining. So in the morning, at least not here. So I'm, mm. I always think it's it's storm clouds or something, and I, I I'm looking, I'm like, okay, it's not even, you know, cloudy out, but uh, it's dark. But autumn yeah. is uh, when,
0: when is- autumn is I don't know. Uh, I don't know. October. It? No. September. No.
1: Okay. Um and I noticed um preseason football starts tonight. Where's my clapping thing? Yeah. Where where is it? Uh, Cowboys uh, and uh Cowboys in and yeah. yeah. Cowboys and
0: Oh god. What is Pittsburgh? Philadelphia?
1: No one of those teams. Um yeah, they're I don't know
0: who is, yeah. eight o'clock. So I know the Bucks play the Cowboys for their first regular season game on September the ninth. So that's you know, almost cool. almost here. I mean that's, wow. that's, that that's getting that's close lovely. too. So yeah, football right. football's almost pawness. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like the hockey season just ended, which it did. Now we got football almost here. And so.
1: Yep. Well, <laughs> no. no. if we'll continue on. Oh, what's the topic tonight? Oh, wine. Oh, okay.
0: Wine. Wine. All about wine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got some stories, as yeah. always, just some, some stories to to tell, a few things to pass on. Uh, I think I'm gonna turn it over to you for a few minutes here, Mike, and let you tell uh our people who have been guests on the show and and some of the some of the things that they've had to offer. So I'm gonna let you do yeah. that here. So it's all yours.
1: Turn on the keyboard here get the drums ready. All right, hold on. Can me play this? All right, let's try it. Okay, back in October, co-directors Mark Johnson and Mark Ryan and writer Michael Karam were on the show October 8, 2020. The movie Wine and War, the untold story of wine in the Middle East, is about survival, resilience, sh- and struggles. Wine has been in Lebanon culture for 7,000 years. They are raising money for Capo, a great uh, organization, and uh, you can go to WineAndWar.com, WineAndWar.com. Click the Watch Now button, and that'll take you to uh, where you need to go to, to watch it. On October the 15th, Jim Loughran was on the show. He's a certified wine educator and author. You can visit com. That's Jim, dot ncom and uh, he has uh, two, book, two quick books right now out uh, called The 15-Minute Guide to Red Wine, which is uh, only 28 pages uh, of good reading, and 15-Minute Guide to White Wine, which is another uh, quick read and a handy reference to have as well. Check that out on uh, Amazon. On October 29th, we welcomed Joy Neighbors to our Halloween special. Uh, she is the author of The Family Tree Cemetery Field Guide, how to find, record, and preserve your ancestors' graves, including topics to plan your trip to the cemetery, research, make sense of your research, and digging deeper into other records or preserving uh, cemeteries. It's available at Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, and other outlets. On November 19th, we welcome Michael Brown, author of Pinot Rocks, and he's also a winemaker. The book is available on Amazon.com. Pinot Rocks is available in any format, and the audio format is great because William Shatner did the audiobook version of his book. That's right, Captain Kirk. On January 14th, we had a great conversation with Cap Cap Kaplowitz, a podcaster and blogger of Cigars spirits coffee and wine and all about wine's own show host ron is also the wine panelist on the show for more information visit kaplowitz.xyz that's k-a-p-l-o-w-i-t-z.xyz on february 11th 2021 we had founder and producer of beer wine and spirits jeff bradford on the show the filmmaker dedicated to revealing the stories behind the labels of our favorite drinks On February 25th, we welcome Natalie McLean, podcast host of the popular Unreserved Wine Talk. She's also an author of Red, White, and Drink All Over, and Unquenchable, a tipsy quest for the world's best bargain wines, plus several quick reads available on her website. She is also the wine expert on CTV's The Social, which is Canada's largest daytime television show, CTV News, and Global Television's Morning Show. You can pick up her ultimate food and wine pairing guide for free by visiting her website at nataliemaclean. forward slash all about wine. That's natalie m a c l e a n. dot com forward slash all about wine. red, white, and nice. all over. Red wine from the drink all over. it, and drink all
0: there you go. A lot of of great guests over end of last year and coming into this year. And we're always still looking for other guests. So if you know anybody or if you are a person involved with wine, then email us at allaboutwine.com. One hundred and one at uh, gmail dot com. All about wine one hundred and one at gmail dot com, and we will get you scheduled and tell you all the procedures to do that. Very simple, very easy. It's not difficult. So, if you'd like to be on the anywhere, show,
1: anywhere in the world. We've had a uh, everyone. Um, we've had uh, Italy was on here. We've had yeah. someone from Bali. Um, was it Australia? Who was
0: Australia? Yeah.
1: We've got internet, so anywhere in the world you're at, um, we can we can connect. we we'll, you know, there's ways of doing that. So connect with us and uh, let us know you want to be on the show. Uh, oh, and uh, speaking of Cap, weren't you telling me before the show started that you were you were on the program? Yeah, we, we were
0: run a panel last night. We we did a uh, panel group last night, but we were talking about connecting in different ways, and he said that he does. And gets more response from Twitter and from uh, Instagram than hmm. just about anything else. He says Instagram is really a good good source for people to connect with him. So uh, I told him, "Oh, well, it's you know, I don't think we use Instagram that much, so it might be something that we check into." So it's. Uh, yeah. Another another source there for uh, getting a name out there, but it was fun. He, uh, we were talking uh, about uh, how wine and everything has changed because of uh, the COVID, because of the pandemic, and how the, the tasting has become so. Uh, Remote, and he said we have a coffee expert in the show, and he's the same thing there he's starting to notice that they're doing coffee tastings remotely and they're doing uh the cigars are starting to do remote so it's uh it's an ongoing what would you call it a, a transition now that we're going through with all these different things and all that so it's uh it's interesting it's interesting what's
1: happening that's what I was gonna ask if you found out or if they if you talked about the other industries out there um that that have been affected and uh yeah that's that's you know good update that you know there it's not just wine and you know what we talk about it's it's other uh, you know beverages and, and everything it's it's been it
0: is and it's still so. and it's still yeah. going on it's it's changed the the whole uh outlook on things people are starting to look to do remote uh before it was like what remote now it's you do remote don't you i mean it's just uh just a completely yeah. different uh different approach to everything so yeah. yes it is is changing quite a bit and the whole uh thing one thing we did talk about which it's uh not wine but coffee well we have a a coffee guy that's on on the panel and coffee prices will probably be going up Brazil had themselves some serious serious weather problems Uh, they had uh, a a temperatures in Brazil's coffee growing region fell below freezing and it's not a good time for it to do it and when it fell below freezing it affected a lot of the uh, beans and a lot of the crops. And uh, so it's going to, prices uh, fell a little bit, but it's going to be even worse. Uh, Some areas, it affected as much as 60% of their plantings. And so they said they're looking at... uh, Reducing the outlook uh, for 2022, which could also cause the stock price to uh, Be down and is going to result in higher prices and especially with the arabica beans, which is the ones that starbuck uses and uh, You know quite a few of the uh, chains and all that get their Beans from Brazil their arabica beans from Brazil and so it's going to be more expensive. Your, your Starbucks uh, Grande may end up costing you more uh, over the next six months because of the problems that they're having uh, with the beans yeah. in Brazil. So that's something that uh, we talked about last night. That was That's a problem. Freezing weather, uh, unusual freezing weather, and uh, um, hailstorms and stuff. So. Not a good thing. Not a good thing for the people who are avid coffee drinkers out there. You're going to have to budget more for your morning coffee. New York Wine Experience. We've talked about this in the past, uh, and it's coming up again. I think we may be too late, though. It's uh, going to be at the Marriott Marquis, New York City, October 21st through the 23rd of this year. And it is uh Oh, yeah, it's sold out. Weekend restorations have been sold out. Uh you can join the wait list, uh go to nywineexperience.com and put your name on the wait list so there's always the possibility you can get. But it is the fortieth anniversary, uh, seminar programs, uh there's got speakers, they've got uh uh california Cabernet Sauvignon growers uh you've got chefs that are going to be on there Emeril, uh danny meyer eric uh, Rippert um uh, jose andre uh these you know award winning chefs from around the uh around the country and around the world a uh, whole list of wineries that are going to be participating as always the grand tasting ticket information is um, I believe the grand tasting is still open. The restoration for the uh, let's see, the restoration for the the shows and stuff like that, I think, is, is hit the max. But the you can still do some tastings. Uh, go to NewYorkWineExperience.com and you can click on the. Uh, the uh, tasting and see what they have to offer there. So, But that's coming up October the 21st through the uh, uh, 23rd. But the tasting uh, is going to be Thursday, October 21st, and Friday, October 22nd. And there's a whole bunch of wineries going to be there. I'm not even going to start going through the list of all of them. It's just you, you name a winery you've heard of, and it will be there. I mean, that's pretty much how it's going to break down, uh, as always, on those things. I don't know if there's going to be – they usually have them at, at other places, not just in New York, but also at other places. And so if that's the case, then I'll let you know. There's usually one in Miami. There's usually one in Chicago and one on the west coast in San Francisco but it doesn't say anything on this paper here and they usually tell you that it is coming up with some more in the future so so I don't know uh but those uh that's what you can look forward to on that also something I f- found out last night when we were talking uh big uh, big cigar people uh on the uh, panel there, and they uh, point out that the uh, cigar aficionado, uh, aficionados, big smoke is going to be at Las Vegas on the weekend of November the fifth and sixth at the Mirage. Uh, tickets are almost sold out on that thing. The big smoke evening tickets are are selling fast. Uh, the big smoke evening tickets is two unforgettable nights of cigars, food, drinks, and more. It says collect twenty plus premium cigars from the best cigar makers in the world uh and there is a tote bag that's included with every ticket and so the uh seminar ticket packages is sold out, but you can still get in on the on the big smokes uh and there's plenty of places to stay in Las Vegas It's not like you're going to be shut out shut out of anything um the seminars uh, is November the sixth. It's uh, uh, when it, you know the number one cigar in the world. and They pick a new one for the new year, and then they uh, three distinct regions. That you get a uh, chance to hear about Cameroon, Cuba, and Connecticut, and just different stuff. But that's sold out. You can put your name on the wait list on that. Also, smoke dot com is the website. So uh, go to that, LasVegasBigSmoke.com, and you can check out the information there, and I'm I'm sure they have a wait list on that also. So those are some uh, things coming up that you might look into. There's also – I saw somewhere, and I was thinking – It was here, but I don't know. But I saw somewhere where there's some stuff coming. Oh, the Grand Tour. Here we go. All right. The Grand Tour. Uh, The Taste Exceptional Wines rated 90-plus points. You can purchase tickets and learn more at grandtour.winespectator.com. And the tickets are on sale now. There's going to be three of them, one at Las Vegas on Saturday, December 4th, One in Washington, D.C., Friday, December the 10th, and one in Chicago, Wednesday, December the 15th, and there's going to be over 200 wineries there uh, from around the world, Argentina, Australia, uh, Chile, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Israel, New Zealand, Portugal, Spain, Uruguay, U.S., just to name a few. There's other countries there also, so there's going to be... Wine available from all over the world. But this is, uh, all of them are rated 90 plus points uh, or better. So, 90 points or better. So, it's it's going to be a just a phenomenal tasting. I have no idea how much the tickets are. Again, grandtour.winespectator.com. And you can check out prices and availability and everything there. So... Yeah, Greece, Hungary, Israel, South Africa. Yeah, they got all sorts of countries and all again are rated ninety plus. So there are gonna be some, some great wines available and that tasting. New York, Washington, DC and uh no, not New York, Las Vegas, Washington D C and Chicago. So you can check that stuff out. Oh, and while I was doing that, my computer there, okay. My computer hadn't been talked to in a while, and it got a little miffed, and so it turned itself off there. Uh, Okay, here we go. So, information. Before we get into information, though, there's something else that once I find it here. I'm going to fill you in on some other stuff of other wineries and things that are happening, which I have cool. been amiss at not passing it on to you. But, so I'm going to take this opportunity to do this. Waltz Vineyard, W-A-L-T-Z, Waltz Vineyard. Uh, they are 2021 Finger Lakes International Wine and Spirits Competition Awards. They entered in, and they got gold medals for their 2020 Sauvignon Blanc, the 2020 Fusion, 2020 Moscato, and their 2017 Cabernet Franc, which is not available for purchase. Best rosé in the competition, a 2020 Stiegel rosé. It's a blend of estate, Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Cabernet Franc. uh, Notes of strawberry and citrus finish. And then silver medals, they got uh, four of them. 2017 Cherry Tree Merlot, 2017 Crow Woods Cab, 2019 Reserve Chardonnay, and 2019 Simeon. And uh, Chardonnay and Simeon are not currently available for purchase. So congratulations to Walsh Vineyard on their awards there. And let's see what else is happening there at Walsh Vineyard. They got... Oh, different events coming up all through August. Uh, they've got uh, evening and music on August fifteenth. They've got the uh, this weekend, today's the fifth. On the the Saturday, they have a birthday party going on. Uh, everyone's invited. Tailgate festival on September eighteenth. They have multiple locations, so if you happen to be in Pennsylvania, there are multiple locations for them. They have. Uh, the Mannheim Estate Winery Tasting Room, the Kitchen Kettle Tasting Room, and the Market at Wilbur Livets, uh Tasting Room. So, all those available. Mannheim Winery, or Walsh, I'm sorry, Winery is located in Mannheim, Pennsylvania, on 1599 Old Line Road. And so, they are available let's see I think there's another waltz here too yeah there it is and this one is uh, Saturday August the 7th they've got um, a concert going on a music by Mark DeRose and the Dreadnoughts and it's a blue-eyed soul and classic rocks 60s and 70s always always good stuff uh, when you're drinking wine Uh, Van Morrison Dave Matthews Doobie Brothers Allman Brothers And the band are all groups that they cover. So uh, that's coming up this Saturday. Gates open at 4.30. Entertainment's at 5.30 to 8.30. Concerts are complimentary for club members. $15 for guests. So it's only $15, which is really a good price. Sit around, drink wine, listen to music, and chill at Walsh Vineyards again. So if you're up in that area, do it. If you're 10, drop me an email and let me know was. That sounds like a great great time and, and a lot of fun. Uh this Rumbauer Vineyards. Rumbauer Vineyards is located in uh well, two places, Saint Helena and Plymouth. Uh Saint Helena's in Napa Valley, Plymouth, California in the Sierra Foothills. You can get a hold of them at Rumbauer Vineyards. I think it's just rumbauer.com. us see info at com, And you can find out all the information you want there. But uh, they have a third annual harvest celebration coming up. So that is going to be... October 16th and October 17th, Saturday and Sunday, 11 to 3 on both of them. So that's uh, well, a couple months away, but it's still, you can get yourself scheduled, lined up to go visit them. Uh, it's going to be at the uh, Rumbar Vineyards in St. Helena uh, in Apple Valley on Silverado Trail. They're right there on the on the main drag going through town. So, you can go to Rum again uh info at Rumbar R O M B A U E R dot com. They were a uh, guest on the show. We we talked to some people from Rumbar, so uh you can get a hold of them. And let's see what else we've got here. A couple other things. Uh Vinovest, uh, uh again, uh, past guest, uh, David Butler from Finovess. He is the person we talked to about doing, uh, futures and stuff in wine. And he, they have, uh, e-letter. Uh, if you don't get it, then, uh, it's, you can always sign up for it. But, uh, Right now, they're saying the 2019 Rumbar Vineyard Chardonnay is the wine to drink now. The 2016 Harlan Estate Cabernet is the wine to invest in. Uh, the Willamette Valley's sixth annual trade auction will take place August the 5th, which is today. Wow. Um, it includes a whole bunch of different wines and all that. So I guess, well, you might be able to get online and still get into it simply because it's 7 o'clock here and they're three hours behind us, so... Uh, They're about 4.30 in the afternoon there. I don't know if it's a daytime auction or not, but there's something there. And they also have something here on this site, which I was going to talk about later, but this is even better because I can just tell you a little bit right here. It says the rains in Germany. and, And I don't know if you've noticed the flooding. Oh, my gosh. Go online and type in... Floods in Germany, and it is just it's devastating, absolutely devastating. Germany and, oh, jeez, uh, what other country? Uh, <clears throat> I, I can't think right now. But just just devastating. But wild rains in Germany dealt a heavy blow to a community of winemakers. Vineyards of the Iron Valley, AHR, our Valley, have been largely devastated and entirely destroyed by the torrential range which led to flooding and mudslides and it, again if you go online you can pull up the pictures of it and just see what that that flooding it was just an unbelievable amount of water that came down it's situated along the our river the region has around 40 vineyards many which have seen their facilities totally wiped out because of the flood A wine spectator noted that the luckier vineyards only saw their cellars flooded, while the most unfortunate saw their vines ruined, equipment destroyed, with the full extent of the devastation still not completely known. It's fair to say that flooded cellars are pretty heartbreaking for winemakers. Uh, And it it depends on how it is. If it gets in the tanks, which it shouldn't, the tanks should be airtight. But if it happens to get in the tanks, it could destroy the whole whole, whole harvest. Oh. Um, it said a noted Pinot Noir producer of the region, Weingutmeyer Nickel, was completely destroyed. Uh, just really, really heartbreaking. Even worse was the human tragedy of the flooding, which included the deaths of nearly 200 people between Germany and Belgium. Okay, there's the others country. I was trying to think of Belgium. It just escaped my mind right then. Uh, the article here says, Our hearts go out to all. Uh, it says, In a homage to Germany during this difficult time, if there's three wines from the country to try. Um, and uh, it's uh, the, uh, oh, geez, uh, Dom de Tant Werner, 2018, Kirchenstück Riesing G.G. G. Trocken, and the Gunnerlog 2016 Patenthal Riesing G.G. G. Gross Trocken, and the Franz Keller 2016 Eisenberg uh, Juttingen Sp- Spader Gunner. Uh, all of them are rated 90, 91, 92. So uh, 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 just a tragedy in those floods there. Uh, really, really sad. If you... Uh, get an opportunity i highly recommend you go and check out the uh pictures of belgium and of germany just just type in your your search engine uh flood pictures belgium and germany and it'll just this is a lot of there it, and it shows houses you know four-story houses and the the roof are taken off of these houses and stuff. I mean, the flood just, it, it was so much rain so fast and just came down to the rivers and just, just tore up everything. But wineries were destroyed. Vineyards were destroyed and all that. So again, and not to mention, uh, uh again, there's, uh, over 200 people, have uh, lost their lives during that flooding. So our thoughts and, and prayers go out to everybody there. And, uh, uh, in the uh, Germany side with all those floods, uh, getting floods around the country though uh, a little bit here and there on the on the eastern side of the country because of uh, quite a bit of rains. There's a lot of rains going around in different areas. I've seen uh, areas notes that say that the there's flooding around the area. Uh, so let me oh what happened? Oh I clicked the wrong button. Uh, well, let me go back to this, and that's not gonna do it. And let me go back to this, and let me go into this. And I do have a quick update. Um, oh, you were talking
1: you were talking about the uh, Wine Spectator Grand Tour, um, right? Yeah, Wine Spectator Grand Tour, three cities, three spectacular wine tastings. Tickets are on sale on their website. Uh, general admission for all three locations is $250. However, for an extra $100, you can get VIP admission, which is uh, $350. And it's the same price uh, whether you go to Las Vegas, Washington, D.C., or Chicago. And uh, all the information is on, uh, like you mentioned, uh, grandtour.winespectator.com. All the information is there. And uh, purchase your tickets and uh, it looks like a very big event and uh just it's going to be great so uh check it well, out there's uh
0: and a i have to point out you say right. 350 the 350 uh the vip i think that gives you uh, an extra hour hour and a half two hours uh, at yeah. the beginning you can go in early to the to the yeah. tasting and yeah All these wines Uh, that are available are rated 90 points or better. For $350, you might be able to buy five of them, and that's Mm -hmm. it. This way, you can taste them, and you would never be able to any other way. I mean, it just, you know, so you say, wow, $350, but, you know, for an opportunity Mm -hmm. to taste.
1: Yeah, they all, they also mentioned uh, there's uh, a selection of food, delicious uh, selection of food to enjoy. Uh, you oh. get a, serve, a souvenir glass and, uh, you know, 200 wines, are, like you said, uh, red, white, rosé, sparkling and dessert wines uh, to taste. And uh, like you said, with the uh, VIP ticket, uh, it says you get all of that plus an extra hour to taste. So, <clears throat> yeah, you get it's quite a good thing.
0: Um, hey, it really is. Uh, I, I've been to those uh, sponsored tastings before, and you, you think, oh, boy, on you know, that much money. But for what you are tasting, there, there's no way you're going to be able to afford it any other way. I mean, it just yeah. – uh, and what you do is, as soon as you walk in the door, instead of just starting to go around the line there at the beginning, you immediately go to the very back of the tasting area and work your way forward because then you're not – stuck behind all sorts of peoples and stuff and so you get an opportunity to try a lot more of them all that and it's this is where spitting really does come in handy because if you go around and try all those wines and you don't spit you're going to stumble out the door and not be able to drive home or anything unless you're staying at the hotel right there and if you are then swallow and you know stumble upstairs to your room so but Oh, yeah it's
1: spit respect don't, uh, yeah, yeah I don't, it's like the spitting as a uh, oh here's my chance no it's it's not like that it's a it's a respectful form of it and it's very uh common uh in, during wine tastings uh so yeah just, yeah. just keep that in mind that's it not is
0: it. It's not an spitting spitting on stuff. that is is almost necessary <sighs> so there you go but yeah oh thank you mike that's that's uh and uh, for what you're getting, I, I mean, it's worth it. Uh, and mm-hmm. that extra hour for the extra $100 is worth it, too, because that way you get in there and you can start start hitting the things before all the people yeah. start pawing in the That's door. Brutal. So, okay. Okay, so uh, VinoVest, the market recap, there are uh, 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 all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, uh, with uh, wines right now and all, they, he has a little little thing here that uh, shows that uh, Vinovest uh, increased by uh, a quarter of a percent uh, over the past. Uh, let's see, how long is this? Uh, over the last six months, S&P went up quite a bit. The Dow's up. Uh, NASDAQ, everything is going up. Uh, the big investment is Bitcoin, I guess. That's that's the one that's really went up. But uh, investment, if you are curious about investing and in wine and all that, the program is in archives, so you can go back and check out the archive episode. And it, there's a bunch of information there and phone numbers and everything to about investing in wine okay uh,
1: 18th was the uh, show. So keep that in mind we had uh anthony uh zang i think it was uh um, mm-hmm. yeah. from yes, that was uh march 18th this year
0: so oh, check it out okay yeah i did uh, you yeah, know i was i was thinking it was before then but yeah that's pretty close here yeah so so check it out castle ridge winery they are located in Iowa, and uh, Lytton, Iowa. It's uh, southeast of Des Moines, in that area there. And uh, masks are required at the winery, and uh, the wine tasting is wine by the glass, and food service is not available at this time. They are still uh, following strict protocols there, but... Uh, you can order, and everything is available to go. And uh, you can purchase bottles or cases of wine, or prepackaged items like the jellies and all that that they offer. So they have. Oh, I saw something. You know, award-winning Iowa Fizz uh, is is their latest that they've won at the. the it was the. Uh, Oxy Fisnet Iowa White and it was the winner of the Governor's Cup at the 2021 Iowa State Fair commercial wine competition. So uh, again they have themselves some award winners and so congratulations to them for that and they everything's available just go to their website and you can check out what they have and uh, shipping and everything else. Uh, uh, let's see. I always have a hard time finding their website uh, for some reason. On every time I go to look at this, I always see. Oh, info at tasselridge.com. There it is. Info at tassel t a s s e l ridge r i d g e dot com. And uh, you can see everything about it. Their wines tend to be a little bit sweeter. So if you're into a little bit sweeter wines, Tassel Ridge is um, most of the wines are a little bit sweeter. And they even let you know. They don't try to hide the fact that they got sweet wines there. But they'll let you know what they've got. Uh Let's see. Barrelhead Farms. Uh, Barrelhead Farms uh, used to be Keith Joshua um uh, vineyards and they switched over and became barrelhead farms they are located in wilcox arizona Uh, and they have uh some stuff coming up barrelhead uh tasting will be closed for the month of august for harvest they're closing on the entire month for our for our (laughs) for their harvest which is so hot down there anyway that's not a bad move on their part um, they said activities include, you know, putting on shiny bird tape to keep the grapes safe from hungry critters, watching for mold or mildew from the rains, continuing checking for bugs. And it said says with all the rain, high winds, and loaded grapevines, and they'll also be monitoring the fruit to make sure that it is all stand in good shape and good Shape So when they take it in for harvest, it will be ready to make some good wines. They have the 34th annual Prescott Wine Festival is set for this weekend, August the 7th and 8th. Uh Saturday the 7th from noon to six, Sunday the 8th from 12 to 5. And the VIP access is a half hour earlier or an hour earlier, 11 to 12. See, a lot of people do that. Uh, the VIP must be purchased in advance, $35, uh, regular tickets, $25, and includes a souvenir 16-ounce stamped souvenir glass and 10 tickets, uh, 10 tickets for tasting. You can get a general admission ticket, which includes a 9-ounce souvenir glass and five tickets, and they've got a bunch of wineries from Arizona that's going to be there, so you go around and you can... Do your tastings and try different wines and all that. It's a fun event, a great great place down there, a lot of fun. That's coming up uh, on this weekend at uh, Prescott. Let's see, where is it going to feature? Arizona Wine. Prescott Fine Art and Wine Event uh, features an Arizona Wine Garden and Marketplace. I guess it's going to all be at Prescott. Uh so info at seller four thirty three dot com. Info at seller C E L L A R four three three dot com. So if you're in Arizona and you want to attend it this weekend, that's the place to be. And let's see. What is this one? This is this basically the same thing, nothing new on that particular email from them. And this one's reminding people that they will be closed this entire month of August. So, but that's cool. And let's see. Uh This is... What I wanted is this. Let's see. There's something else. Uh... Hmm. Well, I thought there was another winery I want to that was listed here that I want to tell you about, but I guess not. Oh. Oh well, maybe it was here. Oh, this is what it is. Okay. Um, the Hue Society. H-U-E. I mentioned the Hue Society. I don't know how long ago a few months ago 3 or 4 months ago I I never heard of it myself and I looked it up and the Hughes society is a black wine group uh well I shouldn't say group uh it's a uh well let me let me tell you what their their website says here. Uh, it's a, 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 a well founded by Carlton McCoy, who's a master a, uh, Let's see, why are you doing this to me, computer? It's the website's doing the funny things. Um, and, uh, okay, join us. I already joined you. I don't need to join you again. Uh, Tahara Habibi and Carlton McCoy are founder of Hugh Society. And Akimi Dubois is the hospital- Hospitality Director in 2020. Um, it is a, um, a group that is underrepresented minorities in the wine industry. And they try to get minorities more involved in the wine industry in wine and in all sorts of fields of the wine industry. And there's wineries that are actually all minority involved, usually uh, black-owned wineries. And they uh, also have uh, distributors and different people in the wine business that are minorities and so it's it's usually black and some hispanic but uh, mostly black is uh uh they promote the wine and also the food and music art fashion and all the stuff but uh, basically the, the hughes society is uh celebrating under The Canopy of All Things Black and Wine. That's uh, their tagline there. So uh, I discovered them six, six, seven months ago. Uh, I'd never heard of them before. And, and, uh, you know, I mean, you would think that they would want to get their name out there more. And, you know, there's a lot of promo going on about women in the wine business and what they're doing and how they are gaining ground in different areas of winemakers and owners and stuff like that, which is great and it's fantastic. And this Hughes Society is also promoting uh, the black culture in wines, which is great also. I mean, it's uh uh, nothing wrong with that. I, you know, The bottom line is if they make decent wine, then I'm all for them. If they make crappy wine, then you know I'm not going to drink it. So that's what it boils down to with any of them. Uh, the Hughes Society with women in it and all that. So, But the Hughes Society has just recently uh, – let me go back to where I was here. The Hughes Society just recently had nominations – and uh, for uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, I I voted uh, for nominations and I, I uh, for the different ones that had it. And they sent me an email, thank you for voting and participating in the Wine and Culture Fest Fresh Faces nominations. And they said they received over 3,000 votes, which they actually should receive more. I, I'm a little disappointed that they don't promote themselves more. I I really think they should. Um, And they're also uh, having an event uh, coming up on August the 29th in Atlanta. Uh, It's a Sunday. And uh, the five nominees in each category will be voted on uh, by a certified body and uh, ex- with the exception of the People's Choice, obviously, the top five categories will be made public uh, in the coming days, and the winners from each category will be revealed at the Brunch Awards, the Roses and Rosé Brunch Award on Sunday, August twenty-ninth in Atlanta. Uh, the uh, Vent Bright and let's see, is this going to load for me? Because it. it this thing's been playing games with me. It's going to be at the Kempton Overland Hotel at the Atlanta Airport, so you don't have to travel anywhere. You just go right to the airport, get out there, and you can just, boom, you're, you're there. Uh, it's an annual event showcases and celebrates black brands, winemakers, industry professionals, and enthusiasts, and it will be – uh, Saturday night, let's see, whoa, it cooks out it's the whole weekend. I, I was telling you about the, the, the awards ceremony and the brunch, but Friday kicks off opening night with the cookout. Uh, There's wine tasting from Black Wine brands, small Bite cigar, and wine pairings, live DJ, and roundtable conversation. Saturday night, um, they are going to uh, have City Winery and Ponce City Market. Uh, It's going to be featuring a discussion and culinary uh, chef uh, Todd Richards will uh, be uh, featuring some of his specials and live music and all sorts of stuff. And Sunday is uh, the Roses and Rosé Awards brunch. And it will have uh, enjoy your favorite southern dishes, open rosé bar, live performances, and celebrity presenters. Tickets can be purchased a la carte or the whole weekend. They range anywhere from $50 up to $250, depending on what you want to attend and, you know, what what events and all that. So that is... The Hue Society, H-U-E, Hue Society. And let's see, do they have a, a website? I don't, don't see it right offhand, but I'm sure they do. Just you know, punch in Hue oh. Society, and you will get it. I don't see a website here. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: on it right now.
0: Are you? What's what is the website? What's
1: it is the Hue Society
0: Okay, the, the Hue Society. Okay. Yeah,
1: I did. I did the same thing. I did like Hue Society. I go, oh, that ain't it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah. I did too. And, you know, yeah. It. But um, yeah, this is the Wine and Cultural Fest uh, presented by by Hue. And see, they even say here, presented by Hue Society. They don't say the Hue Society, and yet their website is that's odd. But. They have other events that are coming up. The Taste of Soul Cocktail and Wine Festival, which is September the 4th. They have Peach Fest at Atlanta Dogwood Festival on August the 8th, which is this coming Sunday uh, in Atlanta. And the Acoustic Soul Brunch Series, which is going to be Sunday the 15th. And so we got other events that are going to be sponsored by the uh the Hughes Society. So check it out. It uh and and sign up for the Hughes Society. I mean, you know, get their emails. They they send out emails and just get their emails. Uh they don't flood you with it, I guarantee you. I just every once in a while it'll pop up on me, but uh it's not like I'm getting, you know, ten or fifteen emails a week. It's just like I'd be lucky if I get five a month and they don't do a lot of emails. So but uh again, the annual uh wine and culture fest to awards for the black brands, winemakers, industry professionals, enthusiasts and the Hughes Society is uh celebrating um, black winemakers and people in the wine industry. Cool deal. Okay. Uh let's see nominations. Uh, weekly events. Hold on. I me mean, yeah, here we go. Um, the twenty seventh, 827, The cookout is from eight p.m. to one a.m. at Kempton Hotel. The twenty eighth is Rising in Community every day from four to ten at the City Winery. The twenty eighth, from ten to midnight, is the Rising Community every day after party. The 29th, Roses and Rosé Awards Brunch from 12.30 to 3.30. And then afterwards, the Rosé Lounge from 3.30 to 7.30. So that's that's August 27th through 29th at Atlanta, Georgia, uh, for those events. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do I... Thought I had uh, the, the whole show's going to be spent telling you about these things that are coming up and these different peoples and all that mm-hmm. other stuff, but that's good because I wanted to tell you about all that anyway and and get it out of the way and get it taken care of. Uh, so, okay, good. Two million dollar helicopters and vintage fire trucks. That's how Napa residents are taking protection and uh, wildfire protection on their lands. Nasty fires again, nasty fires again in California. I was talking again, I mentioned at the top of the show that, uh, uh, Cap Capowitz was, uh, I was part of the panel last night. He is in Oregon. That's, uh, where he is located. And, fires in Oregon, he says he's in Portland and he can start to smell the fires in Portland now. The smoke is in the air enough to uh, start giving them the smell. So it's it's all over. It's it's terrible, terrible uh, what these fires are doing. Uh, Some neighborhoods in in, uh, Napa are getting burned. And there's, again, it's uh, part of the uh, new fire that's going in out there. Uh, some are luckier than others. Uh, some of them are, are burning. Most of this fire that's going on right now tends to be up in the hills. It's not really affecting the vineyards in Napa yet, but yet... They're still a little bit concerned about what's going on and what's heading toward them. I mentioned the expensive insurance for fires this year. And uh, some places decided not to get it because of it. They said that it's already burned around them and all that. There's nothing for it to burn anymore. Uh, So there are... A lot of areas excuse me, there are a lot of areas that are rolling the dice and hoping that it's not going to affect them. They have uh old fire truck in Napa that can run up and down. They have uh, a couple of planes that they can use for dumping water and stuff uh a turbo commander six ninety a plane uh that uh, is sitting at the Napa County Airport in case they needed to dump water in different areas. Um, But they said it's not really the right plane for the job, but at least it is a plane that can carry water if they need it. Uh, The uh, fires are more to the north and to the east of Napa. So it's a roll the dice this year. But that doesn't mean that they won't get it later in the year. So they are standing by and hoping that it doesn't come to it. They're counting on the fact that over the last couple of years, a lot of the fires that have went through have been for the uh, uh, areas that now have burned it all away and so since it's burned it all away they don't have to worry about the fuel and stuff they've burned all the uh shrubs and everything back so it's not not as bad so it is an issue uh always in that area though i mean it just uh, it, you know what what's happened and you know i don't know if what has happened is that those areas burn Areas burn. Forests burn. They get hit by lightning, and they burn. And this happens. It is a natural cycle. Now, you you say, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. It, It actually happens periodically. Usually, what they do is burn areas to try to get rid of the underbrush, which causes it to run like crazy. Oregon has done some of this burning. Uh, Nevada has done a pretty good job of keeping the burning. California hasn't, though, because of a couple of reasons. Number one, they haven't had the manpower. Number two, they haven't had the money. And number three, a lot of the areas that they used to do controlled burns on now have houses in them. So they can't do the control burns because there's houses all over the place. And when you don't do controlled burns, it leaves the fuel for the fires sitting right there on the ground. And this has become a problem in California. This is why some of these fires are so large. This is why the biggest fires ever in California, the top 10, I think eight or nine of them have been within the last five years. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, this is one of the problems. People move away from the cities, and they want to get out into areas where it's country. And when they do that, they build in areas that are susceptible to fires. And it comes back to haunt them. For example, the entire town of Paradise was burned to the ground last year because they wanted to be in a nice area away from the hustle of the city. So uh it's it's gonna happen it's it's you know this is why they're getting the fires there uh the uh, state of business and uh the state of business in the alcohol industry beverage alcohol industry let me tell you about this and that should take care of us for the night and uh go visit all these places I was telling you about uh It's always always fun things to do. A lot of them are open. Some places are closing down. I I have to put a footnote here. Before you head out to your wineries and stuff, you might give them a call because a lot of new restrictions are coming out. This new Delta variant of the COVID-19 has been described as COVID-19 on steroids. It's a nasty, nasty strain. And so if you are going out uh, i'd recommend mask i also recommend your vaccination if you haven't done so but you know that's me you may have your reasons but call your wineries or call wherever you're going and ask them if they're going to be open if they're serving if they're going to be doing anything different because of new restrictions and a lot of states in a lot of areas are putting in new restrictions san francisco is requiring proof of vaccination before you can go into the restaurants. All the restaurants are requiring that you show vaccination cards before you come in. And uh, I've read somewhere some of the wineries in California are doing the same thing. So check first before you head out to your local wineries and stuff because they may be new restrictions that have been put in place just recently because of the Delta strain. All right. Uh, the on-premise sales of beer, domestic beer, that uh, has declined tremendously, almost 25%. Imported beer, 8%. Craft beer, 10%. Brandy and cognac, 7%. And others... Uh, Fourteen percent—that's wine there that you're looking at. Fourteen uh, percent decline. Off-premise sales, beer also has dropped tremendously, uh, a little over twenty percent, and wine, twelve percent, uh, not as bad. Categories that increase in sales: whiskey has jumped up uh, this this past year, and so has craft beer. Uh, two areas that. Uh, Sort of surprising beer has came up or i 'm sorry wine has came up a little bit only about thirteen uh, percent but not a lot off premise sales wine seventeen and a half percent, but whiskey thirty two and a half percent increase in sales uh, it just it surprised me when I saw that whiskey tends to be the dominating category in uh off sales um the areas that they say have been hurting the sales of beverages, alcoholic beverages, weather has uh, uh, been one of them, holidays, not so much, the economy has taken some toll on it, promotions uh haven't really affected sales i it's they've done promotions but it hasn't made a difference beverage trends is has helped the demand and the pandemic obviously almost 75 percent said that the pandemic has helped the demand of alcohol sales and uh the restaurant and bar traffic all of them are saying that cocktails and spirits are up. Wine is up. Beer is up a little bit, not a lot. Uh, some of them say beer is down in sales, but cocktails, and spirits, and wine has jumped up. Off-premise sales, spirits, wine, and beer all have jumped up. Spirits, 77% increase in sales over last year. Wine, 66%, and beer, 42% a tremendous jump over previous year, but COVID. Uh, Sales in 2020, they're looking at uh, an increase probably in off-premise, but on-premise, they expect it to level out. Uh, This is from, you know, people who have been part of the survey. Uh, Let's see, what is this? Uh, Most recent quarter on on on-premise. The below average, off-premise is above average. So you can really see how the impact of COVID has taken its toll on the state of the business and alcohol uh, industry. It is uh, off-premise sales are jumped up and uh, wine has jumped up. But surprisingly, whiskey has, according to, boo they have surveyed. Whiskey has been the big winner so far on this uh, uh, sales over last year, which sort sure of surprises me. I, I don't know why, but it s- surprises me. So there you go. I've got more things to talk about, but I'll let you go and enjoy the evening, and we'll end it for the night.
1: All right. Very interesting. Um, very good stuff. I, I just, uh, yeah. Took to quite a bit there. Note wise, um, that's always good. We will close the show out. It is uh, eight oh seven p.m. Eastern time, uh, August the fifth, nope. and we will.
0: Let me. Let, let me before we close it out. I want to do <laughs> one of this is from Wine Folly, and uh, they they're talking here about what wine goes with fried chicken. And, you know, I mean, who doesn't love a good fried chicken? And so they said, but the overall, and they list a whole bunch of different wines, on it. but overall, their choice for the best pairing of wine with fried chicken is a sparkly, is a bubbly, is champagne or crement or cava, prosecco or sparkling rosé any of those are saying as the top ones and, and then they go in and they're looking at some that tend to be a little bit a little bit sweeter labrusco uh, again that tends to be bubbly a little bit but i just it surprised me that they pick champagne with almost all of the fried chicken it's uh southern fried chicken and champagne, Nashville hot chicken, extra dry Prosecco, which is bubbly, Buffalo wings with sparkling rosé, Maryland fried chicken with par- sparkling uh, riesling or sect, uh, Korean double fried chicken with Lambrusco, uh, Japanese fried chicken with Chablis, which is the only one that's not, and then uh Taiwanese fried chicken steak with Grenache or Zinfandel, And then we go back to uh, uh, Chick and Du Polo with Cava. And KFC with Corbel, which is uh, champagne. It says, the preferred pairing of wine riders everywhere. KFC with Corbel champagne, sparkling wine. So uh, I just, I I wanted to throw that out there because that was just, it it caught me off guard. I didn't, I I can honestly say I've never had sparkling wine with fried chicken. So. Time to try it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Time to try it. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. Yeah. It works. Um, Okay.
1: It is, uh eight ten PM <laughs> yeah. We're closing the show on August fifth and uh we will be back uh, next uh, Thursday, August the twelfth at seven PM Eastern time. Uh please no do guess. join us so you can no I said on, last on week, that
0: a week. Guess, no guests yeah. next week.
1: Yeah. No yeah. guests next week, uh yeah. but uh, we will have a guest uh later this month. Um yes. so we will Announce more on that uh, at a later date Just to confirm it so yeah Everything's good uh, we will be back on the 12th thank you for tuning yep. in be safe
0: And um,
1: We'll see you next week On all about wine
0: Be safe out there and see you next week thanks for listening Thank you
1: This concludes Tonight's broadcast of All About Wine and For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine.
2: (laughs) Thank <laughs>